Securities, new partners, EG Tax. Hey, everybody, this is the Tax Lady, and this is our first podcast of a mini series of podcasts where we're going to just teach you all kinds of stuff about your taxes and your finances. And I think you're going to find it really fascinating because we we really are going to dig into uh, taxes. Yeah. And and then we've been on the air for doing our radio show for over 20 years. And so this is a, a nice jump from our radio show where we have had great successes and so it's so good to be here today. I'm Tiffany Fabian and I'm joined in studio with Chris Fabian. Hello ladies. Hey, the, so anyway that's her husband, right? Yeah, this is true. And, he's, and this is my daughter and son-in-law. Yeah. So this is really you know a family uh, affair. Uh, you know we have uh, EG Tax has 34 offices throughout the United States, mostly in Western New York. We do thousands and thousands and thousands of tax returns every year. We're so thankful to do that. And and I believe the secret to our success is the fact that we really think about the client first and the f- money yeah. far down down the ladder. You've always said it's always about blessing people. And it's true because knowledge is power and so you give amazing knowledge and And, and we and we want to make everybody smart. I mean because it's really important. Uh it was it was interesting today. I was just talking to a to a lady and she said to me, um, you know, I always do my own return. And I said, "Oh, Good. That's you know. I mean, what are we going to say? You're doing your own return. So, so she, it was interesting. She's self-employed, um, and I said, "Was there any part of 2021 that you weren't able? 2020, excuse me, that you weren't able to do your self-employment?" She said, "Nope, I couldn't because of COVID." I said, "No, nobody in your family or you were sick, were, the, were you?" And she said, "Yeah, my husband had it." And so, number one, I couldn't, I couldn't do my self-employment because the the place that I, I you utilized was closed. And secondly, I was taking care of my husband. And so, what did I say that she could have gotten? She could have got the ten-day sick credit for the self-employed on Form seventy-two O two. Right. And so I, she said, "Well, I didn't do that." <laughs> and I said, well, you know, and and so those are things. And I got a good story, too. Yeah. There was one of my clients I've been doing for years and years and years. And his son-in-law got a letter and his son-in-law, he lives in Rochester. The son-in-law says he's the father said, you got to call Tiffany. And so the letter was that he had taken money out of his 529, but he didn't put it on his tax return. And so I was doing his return. I was amending it, and he used the money for college, so there was nothing incurred, no penalty. But he would have paid it on the federal. But then when I was talking to him, I said, you know, your daughter, who's 19 or 20, we could have broken her off this year and not claimed her, and she would have gotten her back $1,800 stimulus money. And you guys made so much money, you didn't get any money, you didn't get any college credit for her. So we saved him about $1,600, and he was like, I will never ever do this myself again uh, you know and that lady that i was just talking to you about she said you know the really weird part about when i do my own return i really never know if it's right yeah and i, I said that that's the, the point yeah. i mean because you don't know the law i mean when when we do a tax return 
we know that this goes here, that goes there, that happens there. If you do this, you get this credit. And we know when it's done that when you put all this stuff together, it's minestrone. Yeah, know? and while you're talking about that affected by COVID for a self-employed person, will you talk about that payroll savings that people... Oh, yeah, have? and another thing, and, oh, and, and again, on, our, on this podcast, by the way, uh, you, we have, this is EG Tax, we have 34 offices throughout the United States, primarily in Western New York. We have offices in Florida and in Arizona. How that happened, we don't know, but must be some two hot spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Western New York, we do thousands and thousands of tax returns. And so if you have questions, you can go to our website at egtax.com, ask the tax lady, you can write in any questions and we'll make sure that uh, we deal with it That's on right. air. That's right. Okay, so talk about that payroll savings. Okay, so the, um, the employee retention credit is what Tiffany's referring to again. Again, during COVID, they came up with all these things to help taxpayers not be broke. Right. Right? So... Except our country. And our (laughs) our country's broke, yeah. But but people felt happy because they were getting all this money. Well, one of the things that an employer could have done wasn't an income tax savings it was a payroll tax savings and that was called the employee retention credit because there was a lot of employers that just kept their employees on even though they weren't making any money they might have been down 25 30 40 percent 50 percent in gross sales but they kept the employees on because they felt that they had a responsibility to them number one and number two they didn't know how long this thing was going to go on so the employee retention credit and for 2019 would have been if you were down 50 percent um, year year to year to year comparison. But in 20, it, it went to I mean, in 21, excuse me, in 20 and then in 21 is 25 percent. And so you ended up with a credit equal to like five thousand dollars per employee per quarter. Wow. Right. Wow. And Chris, you had a client the other day who didn't know about it. And you said, go talk to your payroll company. And they said they called their payroll company. And they said, we don't know what you're talking about. Call your tax person. And I told them, them. go get a new payroll company. Right. (laughs) So you think about that. So so, uh, a person with five, let's say a, a restaurateur who was then changing everything to pick up and delivery, and he kept us five or six people on per quarter and he was down 25 percent uh in 2021 compared to 2020 and especially in that first uh, second right uh, second third quarter he he would have gotten a thirty thousand dollar credit six times five right yep. up to six to thirty thousand dollar credit and if he had it for two quarters at sixty thousand against his payroll taxes right and the sad part is, or the good part is, they were issuing so many changes and so many tax laws so fast to try to stay ahead of the demise of COVID that, Esther, i got to say, you're amazing at reading the code. And so you figured it out. But the sad, sad thing is, is that this is something for a payroll company. And that's you, true. And you if you're, like, and so you the, the bottom line is, if you own a company and you kept staff on rather than letting them go and you were down, from 20 against 19, 50% the first quarter, third, fourth quarter, then you could have gotten a credit 
of up to $5,000 per quarter per employee. And I think the first one was capped at $10,000, was not it? I think for, yes. And then the next one wasn't capped. Right. So And it was 25% the next year. But it absolutely goes against your payroll taxes. So what happens is you end up getting a refund, not in income taxes, but in payroll taxes. Yep. And a nice um, thing that I wanted to say is that here at EG Tax, we don't only do taxes. We also do payroll. We also do health insurance. We also do uh, bookkeeping. So we have lots of other services, lots of other little feathers in our cap. So it all ties together. It's all related to your money. So if you need help with payroll or bookkeeping or health care, how is health care related? Well, and, and so, well, because we, I'll tell you what, I mean, going back to Obamacare, mm-hmm. when they changed the law with Obamacare, how, how it's related to taxes, we were the ones that were going to have to tell somebody, oh, you're going to get penalized because you don't have, have health insurance. So we thought, well, that's not a fun thing to say to somebody, you're going to be penalized because you don't have health insurance. So what we we did, Tim had, Tim Elias and stepped up to the plate and started EG Health Connect so that we could say to somebody, you don't have health insurance, but wait, we have an answer. We have a solution. We can get you the health insurance that you don't have uh, on the New York State of Health. And uh, and many times we save people tons of money. We do. We Oh, my gosh. I, I got a great story. A really good story. I was doing a guy's tax return last week who was referred to me and he's in sort of a slumlord situation and he heard about the stimulus money and he he's thinking to himself if i could get that stimulus money i could get out of this slumlord situation so i did his taxes we got him the $1800 i also did the renter's credit for him so he got about $1900 and he's about 58 59 years old and he needs a job and he doesn't have health coverage and so I got him. Well, he's not a slumlord. No, no he's, he lives. He lives in, lives a, in a slum. He lives okay, in a slum. I gotcha. Okay, yeah, he does. I'm and thinking, so, how does nineteen hundred dollars so help? No, so he, but if he got the nineteen hundred dollars, he could maybe break loose of the okay, situation. Right, I got that. So it's not like he's a he's in a slumlord situation. Yes, and okay. so he didn't have health insurance, and so I've got him cooked up with Tim. Tim has him getting health insurance. I even looked up some jobs for him. I got him. He didn't have an email address, so he could email for jobs. So I think we go above and beyond. I think that's, that's sure. the nature of what we're supposed to do. But I wanted to really, this first show, you know, here's what's just happened. And, and it's we're looking at probably the demise of many, if not all of or most of, the tax credits that were passed and deductions and changes in tax law under Trump. Correct. And we're looking ahead at large deductions and credits that the Biden administration is putting in and a bunch of extra taxes. And so what we want to do with our podcast is to get you so that you, before you do something ill-advised where it's going to cost you a whole bunch of money in taxes, that you would know, wait a minute, I heard this on the the EG Tax podcast. Yeah, Chris, right, Chris? Was, Chris was with a client yesterday, and they were getting the child tax credit, the advanced child tax credit. You told me when you got home that the amount of money these folks were going to get. Oh, with the stimulus was about $30,000. Wow. That's a so, lot of money. So what did she make or he make? He made, he made 30000 Okay. They had seven kids. 
Wow. Yeah. So IRS was holding up $15,000 worth of his refund, verifying everything, which then was holding up his $1,400 per person stimulus. Right. So when all said and done, it was about twenty-eight dollars to $30,000 that he's going to be And that's last year. That's yeah. before what's just happened right. is going to come into effect. Right, the three hundred dollars. Okay, so how old were the kids under the age? I, they've of young. All right, so you explain, Chris, what is going, what's coming down the pike this year as far as credits go for families. Right, the big, the big change is the child tax credit. Where old law was, it was a flat two thousand dollars per child, up to and including age sixteen. Now they changed it, where. Any child under six will get a $3,600 credit, okay? And any child from six, including age 17, will get a $3,000 credit. So their credits are going up, but then the IRS is going to start issuing a monthly check or direct deposit starting in the middle of July. So... For the children under age six, it's a $300 check. Between six and 17, it's a $250 check. So if you have one child who's four, one child who's seven, you're going to get $550 a month. If your income, if you're married and your income is under $150, you're going to get $550 a month in, in July, August, September, October, November, December. Okay. But what if I don't want that? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. If you are sitting around and you think to yourself, well, I got two kids under the age of six, so that's $7,200. Right. Right? And then I got two kids over, six or over, so that's another six. six. So that's 13, two. 13, 13, two. Two. Right. And you you think, well, I could do a lot with 13, two, but if they're sending you the money in advance, then half of that is going to be gone. Right, right, more than half actually. Um, it'll because the half of the thirty six will be gone, and on the three thousand, even more because they're giving you two fifty. So if you want the big refund during tax time, you need to opt out of the advance. Now, could you reduce your payment? Because we always talk about don't let the IRS hold on to your money. Because like these folks were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. So could you? Uh, just I mean, it's re- really. I mean. The truth is, here's the thing. Dealing with taxpayers, and you guys can... Testify. All right. People want it both ways. Mm-hmm. I really would like... I'd really like the 550 a month, and I'd really like the, the 13200 But you can't have it both ways. So right. you really have to think about it and say, what is, what is it that my family needs? And this isn't the only credits, right? No, right. So, so then, credits. So, and, and so... There's also, if you're a, in, have income under fifty thousand dollars from wages, right, right? You could get the earned income credit too, which is like another almost seven thousand on the federal and another how much on the state? Two to three thousand dollars. And they're so, not giving advances on the EIC. No, so so that's another ten thousand. Right. So that's the earned income credit, and the other credit that they just passed is for daycare. Correct. That's the child independent care credit. Right, where before it limited it up to $1,200 
um, per household tax credit. Uh, now it's going up to a four thousand dollar per child credit, up to two two children. So it could go from twelve hundred up to eight thousand dollar credit. Right. So you think about it. So you got the you got the thirteen and the ten and the eight. And these, this is all money coming back but to the taxpayer. Astra, I have so many clients and Chris who say to me, no, I don't want to bother my child and care provider for their social. I, I, I don't want to get their social because I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Okay, but here's the thing. The, the credit is 50% up to 16. It's 50% of the first $16,000 if you have more than one child. So it's a 50% credit. So let's say that Gertrude is your daycare provider, and she doesn't want to claim it. Well, first of all, Gertrude made the money. If you were making money, you'd have to claim it. Gertrude should have to claim it. But this is how a self-employed daycare provider's tax return works. You, she would put down all the gross income that she got. Then she reduces it by her expenses, the food, and she can use a safe harbor deduction that they give you, how much every breakfast should be, every snack, every lunch every dinner times the number of children and she would have a she would have a fixed dollar amount of what would be allowed by the IRS for the meals the toys the books the, the cleaning supplies her cell phone Personal her advertising her continuing education because i know they have to do that to stay certified with the state of new york Accounting and her office and ho- and her and her it is office and home, daycare but center. in a daycare situation, it's a percentage of your entire home based upon the number of days and the number of hours that you have children in your home, and it ends up to be a large deduction. Right. Yeah, so you really have to have those So, So if you paid her 12000 she might be able to write off 8000 of the twelve, and so what she's left with is $4,000. Now, if you pay the 15.3% and the 10% tax bracket and the state of New York, that would be 15, 25, 30%. So if you paid 30% on her four, which would be 1200 you would make 8000 in a credit. Hello. Yeah, you really, you really got to have those heart to hearts, and it's not any sweat off anybody's skin. It's that the way you just talked it. So you really need to say to her, Gertrude, I gotta have your social security, yep, and we got a plan, and right. and to have them call me or Chris or Esther, and we'll explain it because it's really hard to get your mind right and get your because people tell you on the contrary, there's self employment tax. Oh, you can't do that. Well, and but here's the really sad thing. How many times have you sat down with somebody during tax season and you said, oh, if you had only done this, we could have done that. But they didn't know to do this. And And that's what this podcast is all about. You need to do this, not that. Correct. Because if you do this, you're a happy camper. One of my favorite things that you say is don't shoot yourself in the foot. Yep. Yeah. What, Chris? Oh, I was going to say, you know, you talked about Gertrude, but even like how many people do you have that it's mom that's watching and mom's only on Social Security. So if you pay mom $5,000, mom, even if she has no expenses, mom's tax is going to be $750 roughly. Oh, but wait, another change. Right. Mom gets earned income credit this year. Yeah, that's true. So Mom gets earned income credit. So mom may end oh up paying $500. Because it used to be earned income credit stopped at 65 Yep. Right. Now it goes forever. Holy cow. That's pretty cool. I know. Don't you, aren't you glad we're doing this podcast? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. So, so mom owes five hundred. You're gonna if you paid her five thousand, you're getting twenty five hundred. You pay her five hundred dollars. Oh my God, that opens. And you're still so up two thousand dollars. Well, and, and if mom got the earned income credit, well, that's she, I brought then, it down. Okay, but, so yeah. it's gonna. It's just unbelievable. So another change is that the earned income credit, which basically is a form of socialism. Mm-hmm. Where they want to give some extra Encourage. money because you're you're lower income, and so it used to be the earned income credit. The big money was if you had a, a qualifying child that lived in your home, right? Right. Now you you can get the earned income credit once you hit age seventeen for the rest of your life, as long as your income, even if you don't have children. Forever. So in mom's situation, if mom was over 65, she wouldn't have gotten it, the earned income right. credit. But now she would. And so will anybody that's listening oh my if God. you're over hey, the age of 65. So I just told some clients that who he gets disability pay um, because he's disabled and he gets a W-2. The okay. game is over now that you're... Yeah, I said now the game is over because you're 65, but the game's not over? No. Oh, how cool. Sorry, I'm. I'm sorry. That's I, I'm good. Very happy you probably, for him. You probably forgot about it. I mean, yes, it's not so like much. they don't. It, I was I'm talking to somebody just just today, and she said, I, "It was the lady that said, you know, when I'm all done with my tax return, I'm not really sure if it's right." And I said, "It's true. You you don't." And she said, "It's so it's so confusing." And I said, "It's confusing to us too, People because to it used to be. How do you keep up remember when you first learned taxes? That was they kept it the same for like ten years, yeah. twelve years, People fourteen years. People say to me years. all the time, "How do you keep up?" But with now the it's like, if it's Tuesday, they can change the tax law. A big change. I mean, the changes are astronomical, and they're astronomical money involved yeah yeah i i we just have to i don't i I, we got to tell so many people there's so many so much good news for taxpayers which is great which is really good and so these are important things right and you know and one other thing with mom too say mom did have another pension and she was afraid of taxing her social security well one of the other changes was there's no age limit for contributions to IRAs. Okay, so not only is she getting all the earned income credits, she can put money into an IRA. An IRA. Which used to be limited right, to which 70 would, and a half. Right. And it, so now it will reduce the income. So now she's not paying any, any tax taxes. on that money. Yep. Yeah, because so. so many times there's so many people that worry about the taxability or Social Security. And then this just makes me jump and think of people who have a life event and they get lots of money. Maybe they inherited money and so their Medicare tax come, goes up. And so if you get a letter from Social Security where your tax goes up from your, for your Medicare let us know. There's a letter we can compose to say it was a one-time so, life th- event. This is the Irma. 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 Yeah. You want to explain that? Yeah, explain Irma. Your first. income rate adjustment, that's your Medicare uh, withholding through your Social Security. It's based upon income. So if you're single and it's over like 88000 you jump up a tier. So like a tax bracket, you jump to ta- a tax bracket, basically, but this is a tier for Medicare. So instead of paying the one keep it simple to 150 a month you may end up paying 175 a month for medicare or even more or but once your income keeps going up and up and up there's different tiers and it goes all the way up to like 450 dollars just for the basic medicare that's not counting part a and part d too so there's some people out there who pay six thousand dollars a year for medicare right so well and 
may, or, or they might just in one year because yeah. there was a life-changing situation. Maybe they took a bunch of money out of an IRA, not knowing that they shouldn't take that much out, and that messes up the IRMA. Right. right. And so we can write a letter to get your IRMA reduced. That's right. Or refunded. I know you had a client come in the other day and you did that, but there's timelines and you have to make sure you're within the time frame. Right. right? So she had to come back when? It's when you get the letter, you have 90 days to appeal it. Okay. So don't sit on it. Don't put your head in the sand. Right. Right. But that's what, and, and that's the sad thing is that people don't know who to turn to. And so what they do is they do nothing. Yep, I see that so and often. You get just, paralyzed. And, and you I get know, frozen. Th- I, I know that, um, y- you know, many times when you listen to a broadcast like this, you might say to yourself, oh, they just want my business. I would like your business. Um, but more than anything, we, we, we feel like we're really helping people. Yep. And whether you're in Western New York or Western Pennsylvania or or Western United States, one of the things with um, electronics now is you don't have to do the fa- we we do an interview if we do your return electronically and you we have a, a portal by which you can upload all your information and we prepare the return for you. We do the full interview over the internet or the phone to make sure that we aren't missing anything. So the the mileage is not really oh, yeah. uh, uh, anything you have to be thinking can, about anymore. You can do a doctor virtually nowadays. Yeah. I want to tell you just a good example. If you get a letter, I have so many people that just get frozen and they don't do anything with the letter. I had a letter today from Just a, a letter from who? The IRS. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. I had a client who had a letter today and she owed $7,000 and all it was was estimated payments that I did married separate from them. So they apportioned the estimated payment to the wrong taxpayer. And all it was was she was at work and we did a joint conference call she didn't have to come in and we got it to the right person and they don't owe the $7,000. So sometimes, often, it's just a little tiny thing and so don't sit on the letter. Right. One thing I want to say too is, you know, I've listened to other tax shows, other podcasts and it's like our pastor at church where he, how he talks, no matter where your faith level is, you understand what he's saying. It's the same thing what we do with taxes. We don't talk in a monotone voice and we just bore you to death and you fall asleep listening because That's you right, don't where, understand. Or you say, all right, publication 983. I'm going to read it <laughs> verbatim. Right. And so you so just go to sleep. But what we try to do is to get you excited. I mean, we're excited about saving you money. Can you hear this? We're excited. There are so many day there are so many ways from Sunday to save you money on your taxes, but you need to do something. And then just like that little example that I gave of the guy who was trying to get out of a bad situation, if you haven't gotten your stimulus money, don't let the IRS keep it. Make sure that you do a tax return to get the $1800 or if you haven't gotten the $1,400, there's things, you, there's don't leave money well, on the table. Well, speaking of that, there is on, on the IRS.gov, there is a place where you, a non, for non-filers, right, yep, Chris? For, for they just put out there for the, depend, for the new child tax credit, the non-filers, where you can go in and say, I don't file a return, but I have three children, and I claim, I, if I were to file, I could claim them and And so this lets the IRS know about these children that they might not have known about. Right. 
Right. Is it called the non-filer portal or something like that? Yeah. So yes. who would be an example of a non-filer? Uh, it could be somebody who's just on workman's comp. Right. And so workman's comp. Social Security. Yep. Maybe. And they have no taxable income, right. so they don't file, but they have two children at home. Mm-hmm. And there's no father. We'll say it's the mom. And there's no um, father in the picture, so there's no one who would claim the children. So no one ever files under that under and the children. So, and so, so they really want to get you this 3000 or $3,600. And so if you go on that non-filer uh, portion of the IRS.gov website, you can register yourself and those kids and they'll start sending you the money in a grant. And, and, and I got to say, if you have problems, you can give us a call at 716-632-7886 and we'll help you. Uh, and or or right just direction. go to our website. Our website is egtax.com and... Um, there's all you know under ask the tax lady you can answer ask your question our phone number's there you can call us anytime you can email us i know emailing is very very popular sometimes um sometimes talking helps a lot too because i believe in talking as opposed to to texting but whichever makes you happy (laughs) and we can do we can do your tax return if you haven't filed over the internet yeah, and we waited for a while and, for that portal, so I'm glad it's on. Right, and we do multiple years. So if you're out there and you're like, oh, my God, they're t- I, I haven't filed for 10 years. I, I, I'm, I'm never going to get this credit. That's my special. File the returns. That's right. Because yeah. you know what? For 18, 19, and 20, those refunds, if you have them, you can still get. Yeah, I'm, I'm helping a business owner right now, and he hasn't filed his prior year returns, and he wants to get a business loan, and he can't get the loan until his returns that's are filed. Right. So just that's right, because the, the bank dime. said that's it. Not not only the IRS, but the bank. Hey, I'm Esther Golias, the tax lady from EG Tax. Um, thank you for listening to us, our first podcast. We will be uh, a regular uh, broadcast uh, every week and so if you have any questions or or you find a, a topic that you'd like us to cover just go to egtax.com egtax.com and uh, ask the tax lady thanks for listening Cheese.